Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Truth, Justice, and the Ian Hand Way. My name is Ian Hand, and I want to say thank you for uh, putting up with me last week. I have been horribly under the weather. I think it's there's been a bug going around all throughout uh, AP Radio today, uh, the, for the last couple of weeks. I think it started when we went out to uh, National uh, Record Store Day. Not to mention the weird weather uh, the Northwest uh, Indiana area has been having. I mean, one day it's snowing and it's slushy like a winter uh, apocalypse here. And then the next second, it's 70, 80 degrees, literally the next day. And my body just can't keep up with that. I remember working at Home Depot and it was always like that. I would be outside in the like 90 degree weather and then go into the air conditioning for a second just to cool off and then go back in and out like six hours a day, like two or three days of that. I have to call off like the next day because I'm like, oh my God, like I am flat on my back, sick out of my mind because my body just can't adjust to the temperature. So it's been kind of like that. Um, I was really bad last week, which is also when uh, Mortal Kombat 11 came out. So I'm like bedridden, having a fever, barely can stand up on like sit up and stuff. But like I was able to do it. I uh, beat the story mode. I had a lot of fun with that game and... I might talk about that next week because I think a more pressing topic um, is upon us. Endgame uh, came out about a week ago, a little over a week ago, actually. Let me look. I'm not good at counting, so bear with me. So, yeah. Ooh, I think it's actually almost been officially the whole uh, 10-day marker. So, when it comes to reviews and stuff, I got a lot of spoilers hit with me. A lot of them were about, you know, stuff that I thought were like minuscule, but you know, what kind of helped and, and, you know, kept my overall attention span going. So, and then there were some that were just like catastrophic. Like if I did, this didn't happen, I would not have gone to go see the movie. So some I sought out on my own and some that I was really like super like not into that I was like, okay, well, I did not want this to be spoiled for me, but now that it is, I feel like that my experience is going to be a little lessened. And I feel like for the most part it was, it's really sad to say that. And I stand by that firmly that I think that this experience that a little bit of spoilers really went a long way and they kind of ruined it for me. Um, let me see. So we're going to do a review of the movie. And I think a lot of people have said this really well, that if you just try to do a review of this without doing spoilers, it's going to be like a five minute video. And I don't want to do the whole thing about it, but I think I might just do half Avengers and half Mortal Kombat just for fun to see if I can do that just to get all the reviews I want out of the way so we can talk about new stuff next week because I'm kind of tired of talking about the same stuff so let's start with Endgame since that's more of the topical thing and I think a lot more people are going to listen to this first and then probably not talk about Mortal Kombat because I'm probably boring the shit out of people who don't give a shit about Mortal Kombat and stuff like that so I apologize and I think after um, this video, I will probably be like not talking about Mortal Kombat 11 for at least the rest of this year. Of course, until I say, hey, a new DLC character came out, a new DLC character was announced, whatever. Maybe just like the whole five minutes of fame thing, and I might do a little more restructuring 
as time goes on, we'll see what happens. So, um, Avengers Endgame, first of all, let's start with the non-spoilers. Let's do like a five-minute non-spoiler review to kind of like set the tone. It was okay. I think it was able to properly send off a lot of characters who have been playing these characters for over a decade. These actors and actresses can finally retire the role, and I feel like that anyone who messes with them or if they come back in any way, it completely dissolves the point of this movie. Even in flashbacks, I feel like you'll ruin a little bit of their integrity. I kind of hope that... um I never see any of these characters again, like maybe in pictures, maybe like in references, but like, I hope I never see them do another like acting gig of them ever again, because I think it'll just downplay this entire movie. And I will stand by that 100%. This movie is definitely the send off. And if you bring these characters back, just be like, Oh, Hey, they came to say hi. Like there's no, 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 no. It's kind of like, that one person who graduated and was like super cool in high school. And yet they were also really good friends with the staff and the teachers and stuff. And then, you know, they come back, you know, like after like college and stuff like, Hey, I did really good and stuff. Like they just decided to stop by and it's like, Oh my God, how are you? And then they kind of, you know, hover around the high school. They're kind of that weirdo. Then they kind of overstay their welcome, and it's like it's like instead of like oh hi, so and so is kind of like oh, dude, you gotta get the fuck off the property. You're starting to kind of creep us out. Like that's kind of like how I feel like these actors would be. And I don't know, especially how some things happen at the end. I don't know how certain characters are gonna just like appear, or they'd be like oh we just got rid of so and so, or whatever the case may be. Because it's there's some that are pretty obvious, like. Without spoilers, like, Hawkeye is going to officially retired with his family. He retired already. So we still got, like, we got nothing left for him. You know, Thor goes off with the Guardians of the Galaxy. He might be in Guardians 3. He probably might just get dropped off somewhere. Or they might just say, oh, we just threw that guy into, like, a into the sun and, like, Thor's dead or something. Like, who is to say Hulk might not ever come back again? Honestly, I don't think I ever want to see a, a Hulk movie now because I think Mark Ruffalo has basically made him the solid three movie character, given him everything that I think we ever really wanted, giving him everything that um, I think he's achieved maximum supporting character status. Unlike um, all the other characters that are side characters, yeah. And everyone else's fate from the original six, I think they all worked in the way they did. They, it gives you a reason to not bring them back. And I think it's just something that's kind of like that whole sacred do not touch kind of thing. And I'm pretty happy about that. So let's talk about the spoilers. Because, again, you can't talk about it that much. Like, again, I've, I've looked at the counter. And I think I talked about this for like three or four minutes. You can't talk about this movie without mentioning spoilers. So let me get all the so let me get all like the really crazy shit out of the way. So I was talking about the fates of the original six Avengers. Half of these half the characters die or retire in a way that's permanent. So Hawkeye goes back with his family. Thor goes out to the universe. 
Professor Hulk. Yeah, Hulk is now in Banner. Banner and Hulk are now one. So it's all the brain and all the brawn at the same time. It's super cool. Something that I was really hoping would happen. And they play it off so hilarious that it's just it's just a thing. It's not even like, hey, how's it going? It's more like, hey, that happened. Instead of like showing it happen and having be like, oh my god, it worked. Instead of being like, oh yeah, five years ago I tried it or something. Like a couple within five years I tried this shit. And I think it's kind of fun how they play it off like that because. You don't need a whole moment with him. Like in Hulk, like in the first Avengers, he's afraid and he's always angry, yet he still has almost no control. In Age of Ultron, it shows that he has a little more control, but at the same time, it it shows that him and Hulk are very separate people. And then it show it's even further cemented that, you know, Hulk and Banner basically have this thing like one... Well, they both want to fight for dominance. But Hulk doesn't really have a personality besides anger. Obviously, he kind of has one but in Ragnarok, but it's really brushed aside. And then Hulk doesn't want to come out anymore in uh, Infinity War. So then that happened. So then, you know, he decides to combine it. And I think it's really fun how they do it. Like, they make Banner happy. They give They give Mark Ruffalo a lot of fun things to do. But they also make him a CGI monster at the same time. And I think they play it off really well. So now you have been warned super hard. The next characters, if you haven't noticed, I haven't talked about Black Widow, Captain America, or Iron Man. So this is your final warning for spoilers. I'm going in in five, four, three, two, one. Black Widow sacrifices herself to for the Soul Stone so, you know, they can get the Soul Stone. It's pretty sad if I really liked Black Widow. I feel like that besides being Scarlett Johansson in a tight leather outfit for a very long period of time, I think they just didn't know what to do with her. I think they started out pretty strong in Iron Man 2. I think they did a pretty good job in Avengers. And I think she peaked in Winter Soldier. And besides being a sassy spy who, you know, felt like she didn't have anybody because of the Avengers, it slowly showed that this was her family. But it kind of fell apart in Age of Ultron by giving them that really pointless romance subplot with her and Banner that. Spoiler alert, again, does not go anywhere. I mean, like, Banner's sad that she's, you know, dead. And that's it. Like, it, it's just over. I, I, I'm honestly surprised that that is literally the send-off that the first female Avenger gets. Is, oh, we can't bring her back. Hulk, I think, throws a table, and then they all just like, okay, fuck it, we gotta go snap everyone else back. Um, so yeah, that's the first person who does who dies. Um, the second person who actually dies dies, like straight up dies, is uh, Iron Man, and this one definitely almost got tears out of me. But the reason that it didn't was that you knew it was gonna happen. 
this is their this is everyone's last chance to be a character. So there's only two ways about it. Either he makes it home to that family that he made or he dies. Those are your only two things. And, you know, it's like you knew one of the two was going to happen the second that he puts the, the Infinity Gauntlet on and, and shows how fu- how it fucked up Hulk so bad with, like, the gamma radiation in his, like, arm. Yeah, that hurt like hell, but at the same time, you saw how it just destroyed Stark, and it was really cool, though, that he was able to use the Infinity Gauntlet, and it's like, it has to be him. It, this was This was Iron Man's universe for a very long time, and I think that after this movie, like, after seeing Spider-Man and how he deals with Tony Stark's death and stuff like that, I think this movie is over. That's not a bad thing, in my opinion. I think it's just a perfect way to jump off. Because, like, besides the Spider-Man movies, who cares? And I'll get to that a little bit later. I think that might actually be the other second half. But let's save Mortal Kombat for next week, because I kind of want to just have this entire thing be the Avengers. Since we saw Endgame and we now have an idea of what the fuck just happened. So Captain America is probably the saddest one because he's not dead. But he goes back in time to spend his life with Peggy. And he returns as an old man. He gives his shield to Falcon who I think is the cooler of the two uh, sidekick characters that he's gotten to give. I think Bucky's become his own person now. And I think that Bucky's trying to just find himself. Like, there's this now he's finally free of the mind control. He's finally not fighting unless he himself seeks that out. And I think Falcon is a better friend all around because, you know, he was there to help find Bucky. He was there, but he was like, he was like the present day Bucky. And I think him and Sam's relationship and friendship is very believable. And I really like the character. Um, so yeah, that's the main cast and we all kind of, I just talked about Bucky and, uh, Winter Soldier and that was kind of their entire shtick was that they came back and that was kind of how it ended. Everyone comes back for the final battle and it's a sick battle. It's obviously a horde battle because that's how these movies just kind of end with teams and it's fine. Um, it's fine. Um, so... Every character got a chance to do something kind of cool. Not a huge amount, but at the same time, it, they did enough. Um, I like this movie for the action. I like this movie for the interesting story, and I like the send-off. But after that, this movie was just mediocre. The story, when it comes to time travel, was basically, we can do whatever we want. And don't get me wrong, it's really kind of fun, and it was really kind of like, okay, so no pressure, we can do whatever the fuck we want kind of thing. But at the same time, it also kind of just was lazy. It was just a way to be like, okay, we can just bring everyone back. We can't go back the five years before Thanos shows up. No, it's something along the lines of, okay, we have to do something... And, you know, just bring them back now. Because if that didn't happen, we wouldn't have these kids. We wouldn't have this. We wouldn't have that. Okay. Everything up until then is pretty fine. 
I think it's actually kind of interesting how they did it. They had a five-year time skip. They had that whole thing happen. I think it was really well done. I think it was kind of cool because, you know, it's like within the first 10 minutes, they go kill Thanos, like the, the, the Thanos that did the snap. And it's like, okay, so how do they fight him at the end? It's like, oh, because they go back in time. And then the, the Thanos that actually is in the present and in the past is like, okay, well, my destiny is that I do when these assholes kill me and I'm not doing that shit again. I want to enjoy my farm life. And I'm happy that we got a small tidbit of Farmer Thanos. That was definitely something on my list that I wanted to see. Um, But yeah, look, the rest of it was like the reason I'm not talking about the rest of the characters is because like a lot of characters didn't do a lot. The only other character that was like a big deal was Ant-Man. And I'm really happy that uh, Ant-Man contributed in a very nice way. It was pretty cool. I think that this was a this is much as Ant Man's movie and how it was more of like he was more than just like a cameo than he was in like Civil War and stuff. He did something. He was like an official member of the Avengers. It was super sick. And I'm really happy that it worked out. Like he had a lot of screen time to himself. Like it was just like he came out of the quantum realm and he's walking around. This is an absolutely amazing like uh think about it like he had a lot of time to himself it was super cool and i think it was really great because besides his own movies he really didn't fit in with the mcu that much which is sad because i love his movie i love the first movie but i don't know about the second movie it's it's okay the second movie is okay so that was awesome to have him just you know exist the way he existed so Yeah. So besides that, there's a lot of complaints. Like everyone else in the movie that I didn't mention yet didn't really do anything. Everyone came back and they kind of just fought. Captain Marvel is only in this movie for like 10 or 15 minutes. So don't expect to have her do anything significant. She blows up a spaceship and beats up Thanos. But doesn't beat Thanos. She basically makes it for Tony Stark to beat up Thanos at the end. This... This character was pointless. I really never want to see her again. And honestly, for like... She's in the movie for like 10 minutes. And she's being such a dick to the rest of the actual cast. I mean, it's one thing that like War Machine kind of did some stuff in this movie. But for the most part, he's an over-glorified side character. And Don Cheadle's a freaking amazing motherfucking actor. I think it was definitely... I think, in general, War Machine has been wasted really hard in this universe. He was just an over-glorified side character. He was like a cameo for the whole franchise. I would love a War Machine movie. Just one movie of, like, Rhodey trying to step into the reins after this and try to do something. But I know that's not going to happen. But at the same time, I just think Captain Marvel was just really pointless. So, if you guys haven't seen her movie, just don't bother. She's in the movie from the very beginning. She's in the movie for like a couple scenes, and then she comes back and destroys Thanos' spaceship at the end of the movie. I'm sorry to spoil that, but like, I'd rather you know that she is completely pointless 
and you don't need to see her movie because I'm going to make a confession. I did not fucking watch Captain Marvel because Kevin Feige told me weeks before this, before Endgame came out that she's going to be kind of barely in this movie. They didn't tell me how not much in this movie she was going to be, but yeah, she's basically like, she's just the battery ram. That was her entire purpose in the movie. Which isn't a bad thing. Everyone needs a battering ram, and that used to be Hulk and Thor. And now she's the new battering ram, because those two characters are retired after this movie. However, I don't like the rest. The rest of the characters are pretty fun. Everything else is fine, but this movie is just okay. The time travel, I'm not going to go into time about, go into a lot of bitching about. I mean, it's just, again, it's just lackadaisical, high reward and zero risk. It's fine. Like, I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. Um, the, the, uh, the entire film was just, you know, it it downplayed Thanos. It made him a lot less of like a big threat and more of like a he is just a bad guy you got to beat up. He's not like he wasn't as well done as he was in Infinity War, which that was more his movie. And this was definitely the send off to the original uh, members of the movie of the Avengers. That's fine, and I'm actually happy they did it that way because I don't think I can have two Thanos centric movies. He was definitely more of a bad guy this time around and just straight up bad guy sitting around waiting for the action to start. Um, Nebula got a lot of stuff and I didn't even remember that she was a thing for the Guardians movies because I just don't care about those movies at all. She got a lot of character development in this movie and I'm really kind of sad that they didn't do the Infinity Gauntlet ending where they made her a human again and or, you know, at least a person again and not a robot. And made uh, Thanos, like, you know, have her, be, have her be, like, one of the people to deliver the final blow on Thanos. It would have been kind of cool. Like, obviously, it wouldn't be her. It would be, like, weird to have this random character do the sacrifice thing. But if she turned back to normal and then, you know, if that was her sacrifice. And then Tony Stark would have been like, oh, my God. But then she destroys the Infinity Stones at the same time. I don't know. It would have been a lot less predictable. And I think that's the problem with this movie is that because you know that this is the character, this is like actors and actresses last time being these characters, it makes their demise predictable. And I don't like that one bit. I don't think you should like that at all. I think it's very straightforward that I don't like this movie as much as I should have. I think it was very overhyped being like, this is the best superhero movie ever made. This is the best ending to a superhero saga ever made. But at the same time, it is the most predictable. This is the most obvious. This is going to be something that I'm going to expect. If they went full Nebula ending on us, this would have been the best movie. This would have beaten Winter Soldier. But this movie is barely beating Infinity War. And Infinity War was pretty good. This movie is barely beating that movie. 
because Thanos isn't in it, all of it, throughout the most of the movie. And the time travel stuff is fun. It's very fan servicey. It's a really great fan service movie, but it's not as good as everyone keeps telling me it is. I think it's actually just okay. And I'm very proud to say that it's okay. And I'd rather have it be an okay ending than having it be a fantastic ending because because if it had a good ending it would just be even worse if you know they did something that was so unexpected that was so cool and it was like oh my god like and then you don't remember it you're just like oh my god it was so cool and that's the end of the entire thing. But this, having it be like so predictable, so this, so that, and having it be at the end of the day just very mediocre gives it a little bit more style, in my opinion. It makes it kind of fun that it's like, this movie kind of sucks, but it's good that it sucks. Because it gives us that true bittersweet feeling. That it's like you knew it was going to happen and even when it did it hurt. Instead of, oh my god, what's going to happen? And then have it just be so great but then you realize that there's so many problems but you want to ignore them. But this movie had the problems staring you in the face the entire movie and that's before the plot holes settle in. But it's still a fantastic film and a great send off to these people. So I think I'm going to have to give this a rating out of 10. This is a solid 6.5 out of 10. It is not a 10 out of 10. Do not give it a 10 out of 10. And it's not because I'm nitpicky. It's not because I'm a contrarian. It's because it didn't need to be a 10 out of 10. And it's never going to be a 10 out of 10. And I'm totally fine with this movie just being fine. (laughs) It's going to be fine. And it's a fine movie. Whatever. Don't think too hard about it. I know people are probably pissed off, but hey, like, you know, don't hold on to things like that. Learn to let go. I mean, I'm having to learn to let go that I'm never going to see Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man again. Like, for realsies, he's dead. And it sucks. I think the MCU is going to continue doing new stuff. And I really can't wait to see what they do next. I know it's not, and I'm, that's what the hell second half of this episode is going to be about. What happens now? All my heroes are gone. All my heroes are dead or retired or old. What is the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? What do I think they're going to do? And why do I think it's going to go this way? So, to finalize one more thing about uh, Endgame is that it was the end. And sometimes the end is sudden, and sometimes you can see the end and you kind of just want it to happen already. And I think that, unfortunately, I was in the latter part of this and I just couldn't wait for it to be over. And I'm really sad I didn't cry. Because, you know, I knew it was going to happen. But it didn't take away from the fun I had. 
And I think that you should go see this movie. And uh, I didn't give away everything. I gave away some major parts of character arcs. But go see this movie still. It's fun. Great superhero action. It's a great way to end the series. They win. And they lose. I think that's just kind of how the last big movie of the MCU is going to be. You win some and you lose some. And I think that's the best way to end it. You win a lot of money now and you're going to lose viewership like crazy later. So we'll be right back on Truth, Justice, and Ian Hand Way right after these uh, vague amount of messages. We'll be right back with the second half dictating the future of the MCU as we know it. We'll be right back on AP Radio. And we're back. Hello. Welcome back to the second half of Truth, Justice, and Ian Hand Way. If you are listening live... First of all, sorry for the spoilers, because, you know, this is coming out, like, you know, only a week after the movie's been out. But if you're just joining me in some time on the many different uh, ways of listening to this, such as Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify, not to mention AP Radio's official website, where we're under categories, and go to Ian Hand and you'll see me there. There's so many different ways to listen to us. And there's so many different ways to get the voice out there. So please don't waste any time and go out there. We also do recordings now. I, there's the recording stuff is starting to go on now because they're doing some finalizations for some bands and some recordings. Super sick stuff. I wish I was more uh, record tech savvy so I can kind of give you a little bit of the whole, you know, flex on what, what we got versus what the competition's got. It's super cool stuff. If you're a musician or you know someone who's a musician trying to record stuff, come out here to AP Radio. Go to info.apradio.net. They give you a good price. So we are on to the second half of the show, and um, I'm going to be talking about really the future of how things are going to go. You know, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, it's one thing to be like, well, analytically, the viewership is going to fall off like crazy because all the main star attractions are gone. Obviously. I mean, I'm not trying to be that guy, but Spider-Man is good for Spider-Man movies. But in the terms of the MCU, I don't know if he's going to carry it like Iron Man carried it. Hell, we didn't even think Iron Man was going to carry it back in 2008. But he did. I think Black Panther is a good movie, but I don't think that Black Panther is gonna carry it as be like a Captain America. Captain Marvel sure as hell isn't carrying it. No one liked her movie that not a lot, not a lot of people liked her movie, and she was barely in this one. She has like nothing to offer on the table, no matter what people say, she's kinda just there. And like anyone else, like the guardians are the guardians. Like they don't, they don't work on earth. They don't, they sometimes, they might show up on earth, but who knows if they ever do. They might just go to the cosmos and it'll just never be the same. And that's it. I'm sorry. Like there's just, it's just that these characters are going to go well and be like, okay, we're all connected, but we're never going to talk to each other. And I think that's how the movie's going to go. I think that's just how it's going to be. Like, if they try to con- continue to connect these movies, 
It's not going to be the same. It, the, the Avengers now is going to be Spider-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange. Who's a, Who else is left? <laughs> because Falcon and Winter Soldier are getting their own show together on Hulu. Scarlet Witch is getting her own show. And Loki, for some reason, is getting his own show. Um, Who's left? Besides, like, side characters that, like, I think we... Ant-Man might get another movie, but, like... You see how I'm stretching for to remember who characters are? Like, they have to bring in new characters, but, like... Are they gonna be the same as the characters we knew and loved for the last decade? Besides Spider-Man and maybe even Black Panther, I'm thinking we're already stretching already. Spider-Man's gonna make a good Spider-Man trilogy. Far From Home is gonna be great... Because it combines, again, because Spider-Man played off of what the Avengers were doing. Civil War followed perfectly in the Homecoming. And the reason I think it did is because Iron Man recruits Spider-Man all the way back when. Spider-Man basically tries to impress Tony Stark and stuff like that. That's the entire story of Civil War. And then, you know, it's kind of just over. Spider-Man's all like, okay, so what's next? What's the next mission? And Stark's all like, oh, we'll call you whenever. And they don't call him for months. He's, you know, he had a taste of the good life, of the superhero life, and he can't go back to being just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's hard for him, and it worked. Then when, you know, a real threat in the shape of Adrian Toome shows up as the Vulture, you know, he tries to prove himself, and then, you know... He keeps thinking that no one cares about him. And now it's like, okay, then Tony Stark shows that his appreciation. And then it's like, okay, it's not working out. We need the suit back, whatever. So then, you know, Spider-Man, you know, saves the day. And then, you know, Tony Stark finally appreciates him. Then, you know, you get Infinity War slash Endgame. He's again trying to prove himself to Tony showcasing, you know, like there's no neighbor. I can't be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood. Very good observation for Peter. It's a really good point, and I think it's really sad when, you know, like, he dies, you know, trying to help Thanos, try to stop Thanos, and, you know, Tony Stark is just so guilt-ridden for the last five years. So he makes a sacrifice that's really hard to do. He has to give up his family and his life in some way to save everyone, including Peter. Who he, you know, he thanks, he hugs, and he's like, oh my god, thank you for being back. Thank you for everything, you're such a good kid. And then as soon as he finally gets that approval in the uncle, the surrogate uncle he kind of had, the surrogate father, or whatever you want to call Spider-Man and Tony's relationship, he dies, saving everyone. And Peter is now in the reverse. Now he sees his mentor die when the mentor saw his student die and he was powerless. So now it's going to be like, okay, Far From Home is going to play off of him feeling kind of guilty about everything. And then, you know, having to be like, I don't know if I can be Spider-Man anymore because Tony died and it's my fault because he's that kind of character. But then he has to be Spider-Man again because, you know, there's a new threat. And now he is the new Iron Man in a way because he's the new generation of people who have to answer that call of heroism. And that's 
a good Spider-Man arc from the MCU. But then it's like, okay, what's the third movie? Okay, now Spider-Man's full of himself because there's not going to be a good... I don't know how the next the, the next overall like movie arc's going to go. Honestly, like, I can't even tell you. So, like, what, is he going to just, like, you know, be, like, that kind of guy? Be, like, him and Nick Fury are now recruiting the new generation. Something along those lines. They become the new Avengers. I don't know. I honestly don't know where they're going with this. And I honestly don't care where they're going with this. Because I think, again, like Far From Home, the occasional Spider-Man or Avengers movie I might watch with Spider-Man in it. It's just going to be like now it's going to be more like a Harry Potter thing. Like, you know, Tom Holland's finally going to get too old to be the young Spider-Man or he's going to finally be in college or he's finally going to be the Yuri Lowenthal of uh, the Spider-Man PS4 game because he's finally like big enough and has a deep enough voice to be Spider-Man. Officially the man in the Spider-Man. Or he's always going to sound like that, and they're going to be like, okay, we need to cast someone else, because Tom Holland's way too, like, young-sounding, and he's, like, in his 40s now, and he still sounds like when we first got him in 2016 as a 19-year-old, 15-year-old boy. Who knows? And I think that's the problem. This is just going to... I don't know what to do. I mean, they can bring in more cosmic, but who cares at that point? No offense, like, Thanos is gone. Who cares if they bring in Adam Warlock? Um, if, Unless he's a bad guy, that would be cool, because he's the only guy who was able to beat Thanos in the comics, so that would be cool if he was the bad guy, but that would also not work well. See, like, how hard it is for me to figure out what, like, they are asking or what they want. There's a Ghost Rider show coming out. Like, there's so many shows coming out, and it's like, they're just going to continue on and be like, okay, well, yeah, they're all in the same universe, but we're never probably going to see these characters or something. They might have a phone conversation or two just to be like, hey, buddy, we're just calling out to say hi as our actor, as our characters, as actors, because we want these movies, to, because our executives want these things to show there's some kind of connectivity, even though there's barely any at all. Okay, bye. I mean, that's not going to be what it is, but that's essentially what it's going to be. Truly the weirdest part about this entire endeavor is more along the lines of I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know who they can bring out to really kick ass. Even like I'm thinking like, oh, Moon Knight. But like I'm thinking like, what can Moon Knight do that these characters, what, what can Moon Knight do like what these characters can do? I mean, if you bring in the Defenders and bring them back and make them more of like, okay, now they're getting movies and they get the headlines or something like that. They do something with those Netflix shows. Then, yeah, maybe they it can work. But I don't think it's going to. They're going to be loosely connected, and now they're just done. Now they just exist. They just stand around now doing superhero stuff. We can just assume that there's no, like, strife. And anytime they solve crime, they just solve crime. Like, there's no 12-hour show anymore. Whenever they do, they just do. There's nothing special about it anymore. Whatever. Um... Because, yeah, like, all the really... There's, like, there's like so few characters left. And then it's, like, trying to bring in the X-Men and Fantastic Four. They're going to do a lazy job with it. I'm calling it right now. They're going to be like, we have been in secret for so long. 
It's stupid. The X-Men movies were fine. They're so convoluted now. It's the first three X movie, X-Men movies, then The Wolverine, and then Days of Future Past. I'm sorry, no. Then The Wolverine, and then The First Class kind of shows that it's, that's what it was, the past. And then you get the Days of Future Past, then you get the Apocalypse, and now you're getting the Dark Phoenix. So basically what I'm trying to say is these movies are really fucked up in continuity. Like really bad. So if you want to look at it this way, it's going to be first class, the first three X movies, The Wolverine, Days of Future Past, and then potentially Logan. And then you go by the new timeline, it's Days of Future Past, it's first class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix. You have two specific timelines working at at two different times. They work and they don't work. I'm not going to go into details of why they work or don't work, but they just do and don't. So they have their own convoluted bullshit. I don't want them to be thrown in the MCU. They are so separate from the Marvel Universe sometimes. It just is so lazy whenever I see them show up and it's like, Okay, hey, it's the X Men, and it's like, yeah, you know those people who are prejudiced, who are like, you know, prejudiced. Everyone's like prejudiced against. Yeah, they're hanging out with the superheroes of the rest of the universe. Okay, so why is that the case? I mean, that's it. It's like, you know, if you're not a mutant, you're cool. But if you are, fuck you. Even though you save the world, just like other superheroes. Okay, they're just so alienated in their own universe, so why would you want to bring them in the MCU when they're going to be alienated and no one's going to want to talk to them? (sighs) This is so stupid. This is so stupid. This is going to suck. Then Fantastic Four is going to be like, oh, we have been in secretly building a spaceship to go to space. And yeah, like, ooh, cool, like, everyone in the MCU has gone to space now, or has been dusted away. So yeah, let's launch a rocket into space to talk about these cosmic waves and get superpower. These movies are gonna suck. I think they, I think they should just stop making, trying to make Fantastic Four a movie. The closest they got were those really shitty 2000s movies. Because they didn't do anything, and that's what the Fantastic Four are all about. Being superhero celebrities, raking in benefits that they don't deserve, and that's the end of the entire franchise. There you go. X-Men doesn't work in the MCU. It's not going to work. The Inhumans barely fucking work in the MCU. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Also, can we just talk about the fact that Coulson just will never, never, ever got a chance to be like, hey, guys, I'm alive. Really? The biggest missed opportunity in the MCU. Phil Coulson deserved so much better. He was the reason he was kind of the reason they all kind of got together a little bit more than Fury. And both he and both Coulson and Fury got like shafted so hard after the Avengers. Like, Fury at least got other appearances and pretty decent appearances in other movies. 
But he just showed up at Endgame just to show up. Really, Coulson, the guy who, you know... Seriously, like, nobody brought the thought about bringing him back. No one wanted him back. I mean, I thought they were going to bring him back in Ultron. That would have been cool. Like, hey, it's the Age of Ultron. It's the Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of guys. What's up? Nope. Cool, I guess. (sighs) I'm sorry. That's so dumb. I'm sorry. But if he shows up in anything else now, like any other MCU movie, and he didn't show up in Endgame to like say goodbye to Captain America, Thor, and all those guys, be like, "Hey, I'm alive!" and it's like, "Why they needed the push?" Really? First of all, having him be the push was so stupid. He was just a dude. They knew him, and it was like, "Oh shit, no!" And then it was like, "Okay, whatever." And then he was like, he was alive, and he's an Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Cool. And that's the end of the story. They will never see him again. It's uh, it's such a pain in the ass that I just kind of came to that conclusion right now as I'm talking to you guys. And I'm like, oh my god, this movie sucks. This universe sucks. I can't believe they didn't do it. It'd be even bother. <sighs> I hate this stupid, this, this universe is stupid. Honestly, I think the MCU is almost at its end. There will probably be some hardcore fan bases who are going to go see these movies. I just don't think it's going to be the same. It's not going to be that good again. I mean, I was looking at uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, like that opening. I'm like, it's never going to be that good again. Like, Marvel vs. Capcom 4 is going to be better than Infinite, but I don't know if it's ever going to be as good as those other mo- those other ones. This is just kind of that feeling it's not going to be as good as this again guys Endgame was okay and it's the ending it's the big finale they did time travel they did a lot of crazy off the balls off the wall shit and it's just not going to be as good as it was it's it's unfortunate but it's true and I'm so sad I, 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 I can't wait for it to be good Again, but I don't think it's ever going to be. I think that this has peaked. And I think it's fine that it's peaked. I'm sorry. This sounds so negative, but... I think it's over. And I think it's okay that it's over. Because... Having it be over... Or having this be the beginning of the end... Showcases that we should not be... we We took this universe for granted. It's great. It's a really fun little idea that they did. And I think that it's coming to an end. And I think that no matter how many new characters they bring in, I think it's just not going to be as good. I, I it, it would suck if they canceled anything. Like, especially if those Disney movies or those Disney shows are going to be good. Like the whole Disney Plus exclusives like Scarlet Witch and Winter Soldier and Falcon and stuff like I hope those things get a conclusion on how long they're going to go. I don't want to be like, oh, they're doing great, but like, oh, because we're not making any more money like we did with like the MCU, these movies aren't coming back. These are done. These shows are stupid now. Like, I don't want that to happen. I have a scary suspicion that they might, 
because it's like I think that it's just going to be like okay, I, I'm going to give these this universe another like five or ten years, another decade or so is going to go by, and I'm like I just think it's going to feel the same. It's just not going to be what it was supposed to be. I think um, it's going to be fine. I think Far From Home is going to be good. I think anything with Spider-Man is going to be good. I think the next Black Panther movie is going to be okay. People are going to always love those stupid Guardians movies. I think it's like it's fine. I just don't know if they're going to be good after this, you know. I think it's just going to be... I think we're now in the end game. Like, we are in its end game. Like, after this movie and all of our heroes are gone in one way, shape, or form, we kind of just realize that we're now setting the doomsday clock on our own, you know, on this MCU universe. I think viewership dropping like crazy is going to be a very small thing. But I think it's official that this might be the end of the MCU as we know it. We just might not know it yet, and I'm predicting it, but I don't know if it's going to be an accurate prediction. But I think it's very accurate. I think, you know, I, I think it's almost over, and I think we're just kind of just not hoping that happens, but I think it's going to. And with that being said, that's the end of the True Justice and Ian Hanway for today. We have about uh, six minutes left because I went a little over uh, the last uh, video, the last seg the first segment for commercial break. So just want to say that the MCU was really fun. And I think I'm going to be really happy to jump off when I jump off. I think it's just going to be like if they can really pull through and make it last as long as they want it to last, let them try. I think if they can do it, let them try to do it. But if it's not going to work out, I'm not going to be like that guy. Be like, hate to say I told you so. Like, hate to be that guy, you know. But... Anyway, sorry, so I was just um, looking at a group text. I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? The lizard lickers are, like, talking about some stuff. Um, But, yeah, I think the MCU is going to be fine without me. And I think it's going to be fine for everyone one day, you know? I think it's going to end sooner than later. And... I am going to be there at its end because I was there at its beginning. So go see this movie, especially if you had any interest in these movies. Go see it, please. So where can you find me? If you guys are so interested in hearing my voice, I have a Twitter account, IanHand11 um, at Twitter. I am starting to get a little bit more uh, into uh, the fans and stuff. I have only 25 followers, so don't expect, like, a whole bunch of crazy content or anything. 
expect, of course, you know, me just trying to be fun and trying to always make everyone happy and try to respond as much as I can. I am, you know, just trying to continue to build up my brand a little bit. Um, trying to just do something in this uh, crazy world of ours. So hopefully I will be able to eventually be some uh, to be able to connect on a bigger scale with people. So if you know anybody who wants to, you know, listen to some fun stuff or have a cool perspective on pop culture, please check me out. Um, I premiere every Friday at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Central Time. And I'm only an hour. So, I mean, I think you guys can sit through for an hour. Just have me on the background. That'd be really cool. I appreciate it so much. But, of course, you guys missed me. Again, I'm on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. We're even on the website, apradio.net. Go to Categories, and I'm right there. Ian Hand. Honestly, I-A-N-H-A-N-D. Not that bad of a spelling, despite how many people have spelled my name so wrong over the years. It would mean a whole lot to me that you guys, you know, take your time and tell people about me. I think I have a lot of cool perspectives to say, and I think that I'm pretty genuine of a person. And I think that I know people probably are probably mad at me for saying that the end game is kind of, eh. but you I mean, I'm probably the only person who's ever going to say that it's not, it's the truth. It's my truth. I think it was an okay movie. No one ever is going to say that to you. Everyone wants to hear, everyone wants to be like, it's the best. So everyone can smile on them and be like, yes, nobody wants to hear the other side of an argument ever. And I think that I can provide that for you. And then some, I think I have some controversial things I want to start saying about certain things of pop culture. And I think I might make some uh, other videos about it one day, make some more straight up uh, audio essays or video essays. If I want to go that far on some of these controversial topics. So please let me know. If you guys think I should start doing stuff like that, like it would be, you know, mean a whole lot to me if you guys, you know, started bringing up some stuff or started giving me some stuff on Twitter to work for. I'm usually always by my phone. So, you know, just always give me a tweet again, Ian hand 11 cappuccino cat triple shot might change it up one day because I think people are like, what the fuck is that thing? Who knows? Anyway, I think you guys have heard me ramble a little bit too long today. So thank you so much for joining me tonight. Have a great weekend and all that jazz. And I hope you guys have continued to support the show. We do more than just radio shows. Always check me out. I'm also on Lizard Liquors every Monday from 9 o'clock. I wasn't on last week because I was really sick. But I think that this is the last time I'm actually going to be sick Hopefully, <coughs> uh oh, it's coming back. But you know what I mean. So hopefully, everything's going to be all right in the end, and I'm extremely excited to be back on a more regular basis. I hope to be kind of you know restructuring things and maybe starting to go a little bit more in a different direction, starting to can throw more ideas out there and see what sticks. So hopefully you guys join me next week. So maybe we can start talking about Mortal Kombat. Maybe I might talk about something completely different because it'll be way too late by then. But being late is my middle name. Actually, no, it's unfortunately Gregory, but 
I think Gregory and Late are very similar names. So, with that being said, thank you so much again for joining me tonight. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. And, you know, stay warm. And please, you know, just don't be stupid. That's all I can say to you guys today. Don't be stupid. Don't do stupid things. And you'll have a great life. And you'll never have to be on my show in a negative light. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Truth, Justice, and the Ian Han Way. My name is Ian Han, and you've been listening to AP Radio. You guys have a great night. And always fight for the right. Fight for the truth. Always get justice and do it my way. Have a good night, everybody. Take care.